What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is November 21st, 2023. You guys listen to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and your K, Ryan K. A couple of days before Christmas, uh, not Christmas, but it feels like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Mm. Not like, you know, how because people already got their trees out. But how you feeling, man? Uh, I'm all right, man. Um... You know, I was just in the middle of a really long work stretch um, before I get my three-day weekend. I have to work on Thanksgiving because I work at a hospital, and that's fun. That is fucked. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it is what it is, though. Like, I get a three-day weekend. At least I'm not the people who work the weekend. They get Thanksgiving Day, Mm -hmm. and then they just get fucked over for the whole weekend there. The, the hospital's going to be, like, wildly understaffed that weekend, but it's not my problem because I don't work that weekend. <laughs> they, they texted me, and they were like, yo, we need coverage, and I'm like, angle me, me, fam. Bet. I said, if you need coverage, call State Farm. How about you need coverage, call Darrell Revis. The <laughs> fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, sermon. Yeah, I, I, I ain't with all that. But yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm straight. I don't really know what my Thanksgiving's going to look like this year. It's going to look more different than it ever has. Um, so you're not going to uh, Allison's house? I don't think so. Um, I'm going to do something after I get off work. Like I have like sort of like a Friendsgiving yeah. set up um, when I get off work at 1130. Um, I have a friend who cooks food in the area. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he's like, yeah, man, like I'll, I'll cook you some food and like make sure you're set up. So you know. all, I've never done a Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. I've never done one. Of They're fun, man. They're fun. I saw. Wait a minute. So is Larry driving up there? Oh no, I'm just going up there after I get off work. No, it's about is Larry driving up to uh, your sisters? I have no idea, man. Like I said, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what they're doing. We don't really know. My uncle has to work Thanksgiving too. Like we're just we're in a weird spot. Uncle David. Yeah, Uncle David. 
so yeah we're we're in a weird spot this year and it's it sucks because thanksgiving is my favorite holiday but yeah you know it is what it is sometimes things just don't work out for you and you got to take care of grown grown people, grown people stuff mm-hmm. i like but you know but i'm still not going to be grown because like you know what i'm saying we didn't get the record last week and i still have like some things i need to uh, need to say and some thanksgiving don'ts that you shouldn't do that me mm-hmm. and my friend marty was talking about mm-hmm. i like shout out to him and we were sitting there talking about stuff that you know saying he's some shit he better not see and i'm just like bro <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I said, as I said last week, if your macaroni was cooked on top of the stove, I don't want Crunch. it. I like if your if like if your ham looks dehydrated, I Crunch. don't want it. Your turkey if, dry trash. I like you know say he said if your turkey was cooked in the stove, I don't want it. Dude, I don't I don't trust I don't trust people with stove turkey because the thing is like you need to like if you want to actually make stove turkey on the real, you need to get one of those like cheese sheets mm. to fucking keep the moisture in. You mm. pull it off, fucking you need to inject the turkey midway through the cooking of yeah. the turkey. These motherfuckers ain't doing, doing none, none of that, that shit. Shit come out dry as fuck. Y'all trifling and y'all bad. Fry your turkeys. Don't put so much oil in the containers you can't dip your turkey into the fucking container. That's where a lot of y'all fuck up and that's why the fire department has to talk to y'all stupid asses every fucking year and be like, do not do this stupid shit. Your shit will not like you will burn down your house because you are dumb as yes, fuck. fuck. You do not understand that you need to fill a little bit of oil in this motherfucker. Your turkey displaces the oil that's yeah. in there, and, and then the oil in. the oil spills over and then catches your whole garage on fire. Yeah. And you dumb as hell. Yep. And you trifling. That's not how you cook it. That's not how you fry a turkey. Yeah. You stupid as fuck. So also, like you know, say another thing is if your pots ain't ugly, I don't want to eat out of that shit. The old school pots that that been through some wars and shit. Yep. Yeah, I like if your pot's new, I like that. That's not another thing. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, I like, you know what I'm saying? If I get there early, expect me to leave early. I'll just be glad I'm there. Yep. Yep. Facts. So we have an awesome show for you guys today. We're gonna be listening to your uh no we not listen. We're gonna be answering your guys' questions. We got some really good ones this week. You know, we're gonna be talking about Bill Belichick. I like about the uh reports about him possibly leaving New England and how true that is. I like, you know, I hope he does get the get him out of here because he has AIDS. He really doesn't, but if you watch Captain Planet, you get you know that reference. But first, I said we got some prime time, I like you know, games. I like you know with Thursday night football, a division, a division original matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the uh, and the Baltimore Ravens obviously the big storyline is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow man that was weird why the, the NFL is currently investigating like why did they not report a wrist thing he was wearing a wrist thing like at the airport they didn't report it and then there he is and he's just out for the rest of the year because they didn't report on something and then he played with an injury mm-hmm. And his clearly he got some bad medical advice from his doctors, mm-hmm. and there the fuck he is. And you know he had started playing better, mm-hmm. but here you go, that's hoed, yeah, and that's real shitty. Uh, Lamar Jackson got lit the fuck up in that game. Mm-hmm. He came back and played, but again that that game was just fucking poverty. Um, 
It sucked. Because all, all Thursday night games are. Thursday night games are awful, and the fact that both quarterbacks got hurt in them are indicative of the fact that they are bullshit and that they shouldn't exist in the first place. But, you know, it's a revenue stream for the NFL, so Lamau, get fucked. You know, that's just how that is. It, once there is a revenue stream anywhere, it's never going to stop. So we're going to have to put up with Thursday night football forever. Player safety does not matter, despite whatever the fucking office or the whoever, like Roger, the, Goodell. Roger Goodell, whoever. None of them motherfuckers care about any of that shit. They are lying and they're trifling. They don't give a fuck. And both quarterbacks got hurt in this game. And that's fucking why. Two prominent quarterbacks of, of like up yeah. your league. Yeah, two of the big names in the league got hurt. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson's injury wasn't as significant. Joe Burrow's out for the year, though. That is on the feet of Thursday Night Football, and it's also on the feet of the fucking Bengals medical staff mm -hmm. for letting Joe Burrow play through whatever thing, and then Zach Taylor and them not even reporting the motherfucker. What is that? Is that's, that un that's unbelievable. Like I said, they're going to... They're gonna fry for that, I'm sure. I like what is the penalty for something like a penalty? I don't even know. I don't. I really don't know. I I genuinely don't know. I mean, I'm sure there will be some fucking something levied against them as an organization. I don't know. Like like taking draft picks, maybe, or probably. Because I know they did that to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll probably be something along those lines. But yeah, I mean that game was messy because of that. Well, all of them are messed just because after I don't know if people uh, like understand like you know, so me and you played like you know football. Oh yeah, and like you know, not on the NFL level, which we're, what you're making, which ex ex exponentially makes our point as to why you like you know, what I'm saying like if whenever you play a game like that, there's no way you can go out there and do that again like in four days. That's mm -hmm. that. There's a nah, like on a short week too. That's that's. Now, now, I can understand if it was like, you know, like the Thanksgiving games, like the, the Cowboys and Lions. They've been doing that like since the fucking 60s. And that's like, you know, one time out the year. I like that's cool. But like this is this is absolutely ridiculous, like ridiculous in, in the highest form, you know. But said so the Ravens like, you know, ended up pulling out the win. And which is crazy. Low key, the Ravens have been under like been low key. One of the uh, best teams in the league that nobody talks about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've just been taking care of business. So, you know, like I said, I'm I'm happy to see them kind of turn it around, especially with all the injuries they've had. Um, yeah, I like his Mark Andrews was gone, too, for the year. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, that's trash, too. Yeah. Again, it. like, it's just... It's a tough scene, man. Thursday night football sucks, and, you know, the Ravens have, like I said, they, they had a lot of injuries in their secondary... They continuously seem to have injuries at their running back position. Um, Lamar Jackson has to constantly like take care of himself. Like it's it's shitty to see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But they they've been trucking along and doing very well, and I'm happy to see it. You know what I mean? Cause I like Lamar Jackson. I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. I love the Ravens. I I don't love the Ravens, but I'm okay with them. I like know? the Ravens. I like yeah. So I like Ravens flock is cool with me. Mm -hmm. I like Sunday night football. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. I like, you know, saying your Minnesota Vikings, who I thought was going to be in tank mode, and I was going to be Master P and be the colonel of that motherfucker. But uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are six and well, you guys lost, but the mere fact you guys are six and five, and like you know, that game was frustrating as shit to watch. As like in, in the point that you want the tank, or just the mere fact it was bad. No, it that game was frustrating. The officiating was very bad. Um, there we had a lot of turnovers. Um, Josh Dobbs kind of looked more like what Josh Dobbs should look like. Mm-hmm. It's it, the whole thing just was frustrating to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they gave up the touchdown at the end of the game, like this game, it was it was the most entertaining game of the weekend until maybe Chiefs Eagles. Yes. Um, but it was as a Vikings fan, it was horridly frustrating watching like them fumble like four bajillion times. You know what I mean? And watching a dude who has a propensity to fucking, like, you know, launch helmet to helmet, he hit Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs fumbled. The Broncos got a field goal off that. The Vikings ended up losing by one. They didn't call that in the game. Yeah. But they find him and And suspended. suspended him for four games. Without pay. Without pay. So, what in in a one point loss? What the fuck is that? You know what? The reason why that 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 happened, and because your quarterback is Josh Dobbs, mm-hmm. that that's the, like you know, trust me. I like you know. But until this year, like we haven't had a roughing the passer call since like 2021. I like Zach Wilson out here getting lit up, cause. And if it was anybody of some prominence, that wouldn't be the case. So yeah, you're like your quarterback's getting lit up out here, and they don't call it because your quarterback's Josh Dobbs. I like I ended up seeing that shit. And I was like, yeah, you like you would have got that call if you had anybody of some. If Kirk Cousins was hit like that, you probably would have got that call. Yeah, I don't know, man. The whole thing was weird. Well, like I, you say, you don't know. I, I do know. To trust me, for somebody you know who has quarterbacks who don't get calls and see everybody else get calls, I like, yeah, you guys would have got that call. Yeah. Most, most certainly, most certainly. And like, and it was one of those things that swayed, like you know, saying the uh, swayed the game because that was a clear targeting call. That was clear as day. Stevie, Stevie Wonder in a dark basement could have saw that. That was a <laughs> uh, that was a targeting call. Yeah, I mean, it was like I said, it was just a tough game, you know. Again, and the Vikings had won like five in a row. They were due, so like whatever. Um, the Monday night game, though, the Chiefs Eagles um, Super Bowl rematch. Um, the big narrative I think that everyone took away from this game is the Chiefs receivers are bad. They drop balls. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling dropped a ball that would have won the game. Um, he should be cut. No, I'm just. Kidding. Yeah, I mean he's he. That, that, that's a cuttable offense, right? Well, there. he's he's a weird. Like he's one of those like Ted Ginn guys. Mm. He's very physically blessed. He gets open a lot, but he just can't catch the fucking ball. Those and, are the worst. Yeah, those are the worst kind of players. Like the, you know, it, it's terrible. So they had a chance to win the game, and he doesn't. He doesn't catch the ball, you know, and. Uh, 
the Chiefs passing game because of the limitations of their receivers is very uninventive right now. Mm. Um, their best receiver is Rasheed Rice, mm. who is more of a gadgety kind of like yeah. catch the ball, get him the ball in space, hope he does something with it. Kind of. Kadarius Tony, where the fuck has he been? He's, they've been running him out of the backfield doing weird gadgety stuff with him because he he can't catch the ball either. <laughs> um, so like I said, they're. They're just very, very hobbled by what they have on receiver, or what they have at receiver. Yeah. Um, and it's just abundantly obvious. Yes. And you know, again, it's just it was a it was an entertaining game, you know. Again, and like you know what the, like, the Chiefs haven't scored a touchdown in the second half for a fucking hot minute. That's something that needs to be addressed. I don't know. What it is? Yeah, they can't score in the second half. I like if I'm a Chiefs fan, I like I'm even though you lost the game, mm-hmm. I like you know what I'm saying. The defense held up pretty well. I like especially with that Philadelphia Eagles defense. Yeah, like if yeah something happened, I like. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot my 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 train of thought. I like yeah. I like their defense held up uh, pretty well. I like against the Eagles defense, like which is because I thought. It was going to be a shootout, and if the if the Eagles made it a shootout, that was going to be they were going to be in trouble because, like I said, they don't have no they don't have no receivers, man. They have none. Which I like. If, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm looking at whoever my general manager uh, is because there were sure there was receivers that were out there. You could have got uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, I think that's his name is. Yeah. Uh, at the at the trade deadline, you could have got the DeAndre Hopkins. I like the mere fact you let DeAndre Hopkins walk out of your facility without a contract. Like this, uh, like that's criminal. Criminal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, say he's the, he's out there doing pretty okay with Will Levis as his quarterback. Mm-hmm. What do you think he could do with Patrick fucking Mahomes? I like it's it's criminal. I like, you know what I'm saying? So like it, that is that's on the that's on the job of the GM. I like it's at his mm-hmm. feet because Andy Reid is doing the best he can with what he has. Mm-hmm. The mere fact they're so limited on offense and they're at seven and three and their defense mm-hmm. seems to be getting better. I like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just like the AFC is wide open. Yeah. It's as wide open as, as it's been in mm-hmm. about five or six years. Yeah, not for sure. Um, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I mean, like you said, you have like the Dolphins, you have the Ravens, you have the Chiefs. Um, you know, you have frisky teams like the Chargers, fucking, you know, even though they're not like. You have Jacksonville. You have Jacksonville. You have Houston with mm-hmm. CJ Shroud kind of lurking. Um, you have the Bills. You have the Bills still, even though they don't look as threatening as they mm-hmm. normally do. Um, you have the Steelers. The like. Steelers with their defense. Like, yeah, it's kind of a weird. The AFC is just not as like streamlined mm-hmm. and as talented and as good as it normally feels. Because yeah, the AFC has been the better division for like a couple of years now. It's not anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't. Well, I don't want to say it's not anymore because the NFC sucks too. Yeah, like the NFC is like there's more, there's not nearly as much competition. It's like the Cowboys, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have the Cowboys, you have the Eagles, you have the um, um, the Lions, you have the Forty Niners. Yeah, shout out to them too. Yeah, you have the Forty Niners, and the NFC South is just completely out of it. Like I don't trust any of those teams. <laughs> so yeah, again, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying, the Kelsey Bowl. I like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, where Jason Kelsey comes out, the, the victor. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, I like, 
I said we got our quote of the week. We're going to be talking about that cheater Bill Belichick. And he's about to be on the move to probably go cheat somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Keep it locked on the scoreboard on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Boobs are the greatest thing ever. Right now, this guy has an office boner. For some reason, women keep trying to cover their lady prizes up. Sometimes they even wear undershirts, which is a real fucking buzzkill. Well, now some asshole has invented this new boob apron, which is like a piece of a shirt that women attach to their bras so they can feel like they're wearing an undershirt when it's really just a boner-killing titkerchief. If you wear a boob apron, then you can look like a librarian, a receptionist, or someone who's allergic to parties. Why wear an undershirt when it gives you breast wedgie? And boob aprons are even worse. Ooh, look, I'm pretending to work. For some reason, a guy telling a girl she has nice hooters is bad. But boob apron takes all the fun out of a date in no time. Nice white wine, dick. Boob apron has fancy fabrics and was made by slave children overseas, which makes wearing boob apron worse because now you support slavery. Life sucks enough as is, and at times, getting a peek at cleavage is all men have to look forward to. Why would anybody invent something to ruin a man's happiness and take away his dreams, regardless of what fucking colors this dream robber comes in? This is America, where we're supposed to make dreams come true, not take them away with a fucking fun bag napkin. Wouldn't this fake job be better if these girls could see each other's cleavage and kiss? Isn't life all about being proud of the gifts God gave you? Because believe me, if guys had boobs, we'd only leave the house to show them off. Oh look, it's the white wine dickhead again, fag. Hey, hop on the phone now and you can double the buzzkill factor and get twice as many boob aprons as before for the same price. Whoop-de-fucking-do! Yeah, just order a tall stack of these blue ballers and ruin the fun for everyone. And don't forget to ask the operator if he or she has any other ideas on how to make life less fun. Like a mouthwash that gives you poison ivy. Or french fries with herpes. That'd be just great. Boob apron. Worst fucking invention ever. Hey Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake. So I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's the quote of the week. And the quote I got for you is more like a story from Shannon Sharp. 
Onk is always giving us quotes, and this one is no different. And us being males, well, like we can all, we can all, like you know, what I'm saying, if you're into that kind of stuff, we can relate to this. I know the arcade can relate to this, mm-hmm. but then again, he's always consistent. So, okay. <laughs> so, I like he was talking to Ocho Cinco on his podcast, um, Nightcap, and Shannon Sharp said. You know what? I was talking to this girl that I really was really trying to impress. He said I ended up taking one of those, like you know, what I'm saying them enhancement pills. He said and I oh. wore and I wore her ass out, boy. So I put it on her. You know what I'm saying? Then the second time around, it was straight, but it wasn't hit like the first time. So the third time come through. Before I went there, she hits me up and she says. I kind of need you to. He said, "I need you to bring that penis you had the first time." <laughs> Diminishing returns, baby. Huh? Diminishing returns, baby. <laughs> Bro, that's why you don't be taking that shit. Stay natural, fellas. How like if you like if you suck in bed, then just 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 suck. Yeah, I would say if you suck in bed, just well, go, uh, if you go gonna, down, go down on her. If you're gonna do that, I like you know make sure that's just gonna be somebody that that's just gonna be a one time thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would say also, bro, the real advice is don't ever use bullshit like that. Like, just clear the pipes, take care of yourself, build your salmon up however you need to, mm-hmm. take care of your ladies. That's all you gotta do, bro. Like, that's that's all it is. That's all it is, my G. <laughs> Fucking take care of her, go down on her, do your thing, man. That's that's all right. Hopefully she's clean. You don't need to be going down on it. Yeah, you don't need to be going down on everybody. But you know, you know, it's like some people because mm-hmm. like because some of these chicks don't be taking pH levels be off. But <laughs> but yeah. I like something that's off right now. I like you know saying I hoping that is true. I like a man that's been a thorn on my side for basically my entire yeah, it's your life. whole ass my life whole basically ass life. since like the two thousand the year 2000. 2000, 1999. Mm-hmm. Basically, I mm-hmm. said uh, so there's reports that are saying now Bill Belichick might be on his way out of New England, mm-hmm. and they say he has uh, that he already has a place in mind of where he wants to go. So like I know somebody I don't know if it was Dan Orlovsky or somebody was talking about somebody they were like yeah this thing has some steam there's some smoke going on here. Well yeah I mean it's one of those things where and it's funny because it's like dude. It's him. He's the GM. He he's fumbling. The thing is, Bill has never been great at position players, like skill position players. Yeah. Rather, he's never been good at skill position players. He's never been good at, like I said, just if it isn't the offensive line or the defensive line, the defensive line or the defense as a whole, or the defense as a whole, he's never been able to draft it. Mm-mm. That's just. Think about all the guys he swung and missed on. Like, yeah. Like, it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. He does best when, like, bargain bin. Like, he goes and gets Wes Welker from Miami. No it, tur- one knew- it turns out to be great. Yeah, no one knew who the fuck Wes Welker was. Hell like, yeah. that's the stuff that, like, he randomly will hit on a guy. Or, like, Martellus Bennett. Like, he'll get him, like, on, like, three weeks in- into free agency. But like I said, again, like, bargain bin stuff. Like, that's what he's best at. Like, oh, the perception was that Randy Moss wasn't Randy Moss anymore. anymore. Which was blatantly untrue because he was putting up he was putting up good numbers in Oakland. It just was the fact that Oakland was so bad yeah. that it didn't matter. 
And the mere fact he he kind of quit on him. Yeah, he yeah he just didn't really want to. He didn't care because Oakland was terrible. Yeah. Um. So it's just, it's the same thing, man. Like bargain bin stuff is white. Bill Belichick's only been successful at skill players on the bargain bin. He's not like really good at that. And even then, like you know, say he whiffed on Chad Johnson. Like I said, that was one that like, he whiffed on. I like then like the thing about all the, the the drafts. I like you know you really can't even really call Aaron Hernandez a whiff. That's just Aaron Hernandez being Aaron Hernandez, and we should just keep keep it right then and there. I like, but you know people like Keneal Harry, Lawrence like, Lawrence Maroney, like guys like that. Yeah, I uh, we also uh, like Damian Harris. Yeah, who was like a one year wonder. Dude, I'm saying, man, like I said, it's Chris Hogan. Yeah, you know, again, he just, he's always been LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt. Like, who had some character issues, like, because he socked that guy. Yeah. Again, and that wasn't even that big of a deal, but it hurt his draft stock. Like, it's always that. It's well, well, never... actually, actually, he was drafted by Pittsburgh, then let go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's kind of his bargain bin mm-hmm. hunting. That's what I'm saying. Like he just and and the thing is, like you know, with the way this shit's uh, going now, like the stuff that Asante Samuel was saying about him, mm-hmm. or a lot of ex players were saying about him. Yeah, they're just like, dude, he's a terrible offensive coach. He had it Tom sucks. Brady. He had like Tom, Tom like it was fine. Yeah, like you know, saying Tom was basically the one keeping that shit together, and you can do that whenever you have Tom Brady, and which is why mm-hmm. Tom Brady is one like to is is the goat because Tom Brady always did more with less because yeah. Bill Belichick refused to get him no blue chip prospects on the offensive side of the ball unless it was an offensive line. Yeah, exactly. So again, man. <sighs> I just think that maybe it's one of those things where maybe him and Robert Kraft's relationship has soured because, again, like... It's been soured. He he drafted Mac Jones, and again, you know, he was a lot of the reason why... Like, he pushed Tom to be great and got him there, you know? Um, But... I think it's like I think that shit was souring before that shit started to sour whenever the rumblings about how Bill Belichick was trying to get up off of Tom Brady, like you know, say a couple of years, like you know, what I'm saying you've been trying to get up off Tom for a couple of years. That's why he got Jimmy Garoppolo, trying to groom him. I like Robert Kraft said Tom staying, so Bill Belichick was like, "Fuck it, I'll just give like you know Jimmy Garoppolo away to uh, San Francisco, San Francisco, because I'm cool with Kyle, uh, cool with Kyle Shanahan for basically nothing as yeah. as a fuck you to Robert Kraft, you know what I'm saying? Then they ha- he has Tom for two more years, <laughs> manages to win a Super Bowl with one of them, and then fucking you know, yeah, like yeah, he lets him go. Tom Brady goes and wins a Super Bowl. In Tampa, which and, I like, and Robert Kraft was like, that should have been our Super Bowl. <laughs> and, and then the Patriots just can't even fucking, like, do anything now. Because Mac Jones isn't very good. Their quarterbacks just aren't very good. And they're in a very stupid, tough situation. And they have a very good defense. They are bereft of skill players. And they are bereft of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it is what it always is. Uh, or has been for mm-hmm. the last however many years. So it didn't matter so much who those wide receivers were when it was Tom Brady. Yes. But now it does. It does because it's like, dude, like most normal people need a supporting cast. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Especially and, the way and, the games evolved. And, and, like, and even Tom needed a supporting cast, which is why he got on the first thing smoking to Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? I like, but my thing is, before I give my answer, I want to know where your head's at with this. Uh, like, as they say, he he has uh, he already has in mind uh, where he wants to go. Where do you think that? I have no fucking idea. Where, where I don't know where the coaching vacancies would be this off season. I, I genuinely, I, I know exactly where he's going. Where is he going? Where is he going? He's going to the San Diego Chargers. What the Los Angeles Chargers? I mean, that might be something. Bro, bro, like Brandon Staley is a chode. I like, but like if, uh, like if that organization, like Bill Belichick says he wants to go there, Brandon Staley's gone today, today. Of course he is. I like, you know, think about what he has. I like all, all. all Brandon that Staley's work probably already gonna get fired anyways. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, I, I fuck with that. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly where he's going. If he. It, it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. It makes all the yeah. sense in the world, like because he said they said he's he's going to an AFC rival. So that means like we're not getting rid of Sala and Joe Douglas. You know, what I'm saying like John McDermott's going to be there. Mike McDaniel like isn't going nowhere, so ain't going to be nowhere in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the landscape, of everything where he could win right now, and like and yeah, Brandon Staley's a chode. I like that makes too much sense to me. You got Joe, you got uh, Justin Herbert, you got. You got Keenan Allen, you got Big Mike, you got Austin Eckler, you got Joey Bosa, you got Derwin James, you got Khalil Mack, you got a lot of dudes you can work with. That's a lot of fucking talent, and I think Bill Belichick could do a lot with that. I like it makes too much sense to me. I like you know what I'm saying whenever I whenever whenever I seen that report, I was just sitting there thinking. I was like. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, it makes too much sense. Well, yeah, the, the no, Los I mean, Angeles Chargers. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I can get behind that. That's sure. a, I can totally get behind that. Like, there might be because my thing is, like, he's not going to go to Atlanta. No. Like, 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 yeah, all the kind of like places where like you stop and you matriculate through that maybe like. The Carolina Panthers are a reclamation project. He's not going to go there. He's not going to go to Washington. Yeah. You know, again, there's. Yeah, I mean the Chargers make a ton of sense. Yeah, the Chargers make all the sense in the world. I like, you know, mm-hmm. I like, I like, I like. Yeah, he's not gonna go to Chicago. No, nah. <laughs> like, nah. nah. it I like it makes all the sense in the world. You get to be out in Los Angeles. You get to be out there, like you know, it's like in California. I like with a team that should that is underachieving. And like, yeah. Yeah, they're it, underachieving. It, it makes too much sense for me. It yeah. makes too much sense. Yeah. It makes too much sense. I like, you know what I'm saying? But knowing me, I like whenever this actually breaks and he finally makes his decision, it's probably going to come from a place from totally nowhere, and I'm just going to have egg on my face. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I'm not. Yeah, I mean, well, well, I mean, it's sure. a, it's it's an educated guess. You know what I mean? I like, it's it not ma- bad. It, it makes too much sense to me. I like yeah. cuz my thing is like, you know, Bill Belichick wants to win without Tom Brady so bad he can't see straight. Nah. I like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like in his really, and the more he coaches and the more he's like, you know what I'm saying, underachieving, that's just kind of hurting his legacy as like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. And yeah, and I don't think he's going to go out like that. Probably not. I don't think he's gonna go out like that. So yeah, I like that. That's my educated guess. You know what I'm saying? You guys can hit us up on the uh, on the Facebook page and let us know what you where you think he was going. But I think he's going to the Chargers. It makes yeah. too much sense. Yeah. Coming up next, all right, your questions are in, and we cannot wait to answer them. It's mail time. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. 
You hear the crowd, yeah, your name is the time, bro. Man of the people, what they in line for? Main attraction, remember when I was sideshow. And waiting for something to go viral. I tried to tell them it was written. I tried to tell them I was different. I tried to tell them I was itching. I tried to tell them I'm what's missing. I always knew I was the guy, I never second guessed it. The stuff I'm blessed with ain't the same as what the next get. That driving, that hunger running deeper than the rest is. And everything I do, I must perfect it. I be restless. And I ain't never tried to be another guy. Disrespect the caterpillar, rave about the butterfly. What if I never made the. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixin', I'll reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid in Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time! This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's that time. It's that time of the show where we chop it up with you guys, the listeners. We appreciate you guys uh, for always sending in your questions and getting involved. We got four questions a day, so we're going to get into it. Uh, first question comes from Peyton from Detroit. He said, yo, guys, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on the L- Lady LSU uh, basketball drama? I mean, I haven't really been keeping up with it. Um, I know Angel Reese is out for a little bit, so that's obviously... Now, they said like it's because she has a low GPA. Apparently, her mom and Flajay Johnson's mom were beefing on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's messy. Yeah, like, it's, it's incredibly messy. I like, it's... You know what the funny thing about that is? I like, you know, because I've seen this on... I've seen it on Instagram. That's where I found out about this story. Mm-hmm. And people were talking about it in the comments and everything. And this dude just came in there and he typed Caitlin Clark would never. That's disrespectful as <laughs> hell. Also fucking uh, also fucking like the whole thing is like y'all just want a natty. Yeah. And then y'all are being this messy coming off of a natty. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm like, this is crazy because I would have thought like, because it seemed like it was all sunshine and rainbows. And yeah. the mere fact, they got like another chick that's called the transfer over there. So mm-hmm. if if everything looked like you know was the fall through, they could repeat. But then again, South Carolina, South Carolina, just, South Carolina got th- th- that fucking freshman point guard. That yeah, is. that girl is cold. That girl's some shit, buddy. Cold. Yeah, she's. Oh some my shit. god. Yeah, she's, she's some shit. Um, she's some shit. And mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark is still around too. So yeah. And like, and Paige Beckers is back. So yeah. like I said, like you, we'll see. No, uh, we'll see. But like this is. I mean, yeah, this, is, like, this is terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good look, man. It's, it's really not a good look, especially for like two of your star players. Like the uh, and the thing is, Flage hasn't said anything. I think Angel Reese has said something, but I don't know what exactly she said mm-hmm. because by the time that actually came out, we were actually recording. I don't feel like looking up, seeing what she said. Yep. You know, but I like I'm looking at Kim um, Kim Mulkey. I like this is this is this is crazy, man. I've never I like. I've never I guess this is like a good and bad thing just for the mere fact it has people talking about it. I like, maybe for the wrong reasons, but I like whenever you're a woman's sport, sometimes bad press is good press. Yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? So and the mere fact she or Angel Reese hadn't been playing either, so like that's I don't know what the issue is, GPA or not. Yeah, because my thing is, somebody say it just couldn't be about GPA. Because if that was the I case, she wouldn't have been playing at all anyway. That, yeah, that's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, second question comes from Sean from San Diego. Said, uh, "How's it going? Uh, how's it going, bros? Happy Thanksgiving to you both." So I hear, I hear the Bulls and Zach Levine are exploring a trade. Who you think should be a suitor? I mean, anybody that needs a shooting guard, I suppose, that like actually wants to be about some shit um, this year. Um, I'm trying to think of some fucking teams that... Because the hard thing when thinking about trade suitors is it's not always the team fit. It's the team fit plus the capital. Yeah. So that's always like the draft capital yeah. or the players. Yeah, I think it's more so the capital and what the hell they want. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, really, truly, like, I mean, if you're a team that's like, you feel like you're a scorer away, cool, I guess. Like the Lakers? Maybe, but like, what do the Lakers give? Give up for that. Give up for that. They already don't have no draft picks. Yeah, I was say, and then like, if you're a team like the Sacramento Kings, I don't think you want to fuck with your team chemistry because they have a really good team chemistry. Yeah. Um, if you're the Warriors, you're just riding out your old man team. Uh, at this they point, even though Clay Thompson's washed and you don't really have the, I like it. They don't have anything. They don't have anything to give up either. They don't really have much to give up. Um, like I said, there, I can't really think of like a clean landing spot for him because again, like, are we talking about like the Miami Heat is a fit? Because, but even if, even if he was, a, even if they were a fit, I like you know at this point, I like I just feel and I love Pat Riley to death. I feel like he's just going to drop the ball on this too. Yeah, I mean, well, and Pat Riley also just I think is kind of just drawing his line in the sand and it's just like I'm, yeah, you know what, is, this is what it is. This is what it is. Like we just have the team that we have. It's fine. Um, again. You, you can't really look at teams like the Celtics. 
maybe a team like the 76ers might go do this, but I don't think you would. I, again, it just, I can't really think of a comfortable, clean landing spot. Well, well, that's that's why I, like, I thought it was kind of crazy. Maybe Cleveland? I don't know, but like, fucking, you're going to pair Donovan Mitchell with him, who plays the point. Like, well, they have Darius Garland. Yeah. And you run two shooting guards instead of a small forward. Like, yeah. but, but again, like, what are you giving up for that? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't, nothing scans for me. Well, that's the, really. The, the, like, the, Utah, like, what, like. So the only reason it doesn't scan because it's too early into the season and, you know, injuries happen and, like, it's too early in the season. I don't know. Like, the deadline is going to be, like, after the All Star break, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, there's a lot of basketball to be played from uh, until here and now because it's not happening anytime soon. It'll most certainly happen. I like at the trade deadline. About a trade deadline, we'll we'll have a clearer picture, of, like of who who may be in and who may be not, and who may be a dark horse team that like that we don't that we don't know about mm-hmm. because we always have those. I like just for the mere fact that Milwaukee Bucks shocked everybody by getting Dame Lillard. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, like I said again, you know, you just. You don't know, really. And again, Zach Levine's a great player, but like he's kind of stagnated the entire time he's been in Chicago. Like he's he's been good, you know. But it's just like it doesn't matter. It is one of those type of things, like you know, how like it. Is he the type of player that moves a needle? And for me, he's not that. He's not that type of player. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that will go get you a forty or fifty ball, but like it always feels like he does that, and like they lose anyway. Yeah, and it's like it's like you know, saying like it, it, it's an ineffective forty. I don't know, man. I mean, like I said again, he's he's clean with it. I like Zach Levine. He's still hyper athletic. He can still go to the cup whenever he wants. He's still a great shooter. Like mm-hmm. he's basically like still athletic. He's He's super fun to watch, but I just don't I don't see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I don't know where he lands. I don't know what team if you told me a team was signing him, I'd be like, okay. But to trade for him, I just don't see like what are what are they doing? Like maybe maybe some up and coming team like Orlando possibly, you know, where like you feel like, oh, maybe I pair we pair him with Paolo Bancaro. Yeah. And we have something. I don't know, man. And, really. Uh, and the mere fact, like this came out and like and totally at the wrong time because I felt yeah. like if you were trying to do this, you should have done this in the off season. You probably would have got a better offer. And really, to be honest with you, like I'm not so sure with everything you just said that he'll even be dealt at the trade deadline. They'll they'll probably nah. keep him this year and they'll probably revisit this in the off season because they're trying yeah. to get the best deal possible and you have a better mm-hmm. landscape where everybody's mm-hmm. at. I like I you know in the off season, especially. Especially like you know if they uh, if they don't really have no suitors if they don't have no deals that they like at the trade deadline. Yeah, like that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I like I don't and I don't like you know so I think they're just kind of stuck with each other for this year because like I said like it, it doesn't really seem like no, nobody just really out there because right now everybody's team is their team until the uh, until the trade deadline and even then I don't think nobody's going to want to give up the capital mid-season I think they'll be more than willing to do that in the offseason like you know depending on how free agency and everything else goes I like you know to do that like you know for to make that trade but I don't see anybody giving up anything major really major especially because I don't know what his contract situation is like if he has like one more year that's basically like a rental so you're basically going to have to get him and extend him too. Yeah, I like so I like if that's the case. So if you're gonna trade him, that that means you had 
to go in with the with the mindset that you want him to be there long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, third question goes is from Lowski from Virginia. He said, "Yo, dudes, was good." said this is kind of a two-part question what do you think of Shakur Stevenson's performance over the weekend and I also saw Ryan uh, saw online that Ryan Garcia and Stevenson had been chirping a little bit and would you want to see this fight I mean I'd want to see the fight um I didn't see I didn't see Shakur's fight this weekend I'm I'll say he didn't look the best but like he kind of revealed that he wasn't he wasn't feeling too good either yeah I mean well he probably I would say he probably didn't He's in a weird spot in his career where, like, nobody he, wants to fight him. Nobody wants to fight him, so he's taking a bunch of boring tune-up fights. Yeah. So it's probably hit a point where, like, he's bored. Yeah. He and it probably is going to start reflecting in the ring, mm-hmm. and then he'll get up for somebody for somebody that finally fights him. So. Maybe him and Garcia make that money fight, and I'm gonna tell you something. Garcia is gonna get his ass kicked if they, <laughs> if they do that. Like that is just that ain't that ain't good. Because it because it ain't even the thing is with well, Shakur, but but Marion Garcia is fighting December second. I need before I before I just be like it's gonna be a complete wash. I gotta see how he fights on December second. Hey, 2nd. listen, I like Garcia. He's he, he's nice. still he's still gonna get washed. He's, but, he's still nice, but the problem is like. Shakur just doesn't get hit, doesn't fucking make mistakes in the ring. He's like a surgeon. He just fucking, he just blaps your ass for fucking 12 rounds. And then there you are. You fucking landed like 6% of your punches. Yeah. You look like an asshole. And fucking, he's hit you with like fucking... 24 percent of punches yeah and you like a dickhead like he you hit him one time around mm-hmm. you know what i mean with like a flush punch mm-hmm. like he's he it sucks fighting him yeah he's just so technically sound i just don't think ryan garcia can fucking stand up that mm-hmm. it's almost like the exact opposite of the fucking um the the tank thing yeah um you know when tank davis fought him you know, he was able to hold up for a little bit, but he wasn't able to just withstand that power the whole fight. Yeah. It's going to be the exact opposite of that. Like, that technical prowess is like a brick wall. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're not getting around it. Like, you're not technically sound enough to take the fight to that motherfucker mm-hmm. the way that you have to do with dudes like that to get them out of, like, out, they, out of their rhythm. And they, 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 go, they fight great going backwards. They fight great mm-hmm. going forwards. They fucking, they do everything well. And the thing is, like, as great as as much as I like Ryan Garcia, like, you know, you really don't have an equalizer. I like, granted, you do have the left hook, but I mean, he's got good punching power. He's, he's got, got good the left punch- hook. He's got, he's, got good, he's got good punching power, but it ain't Tank Davis punching power. Yeah, that's what and I'm like, saying. and that's what neutralizes somebody like a Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody has to catch a guy like yeah. Him. But the thing is, like, we've never really seen Shakur get hit like that yes. either. So, I mean, Shakur might just eat some shit like that and just laugh and mm-hmm. be like, okay, that's cool. Nice right hook, yeah. pussy. You know, because, again, like, I used to watch, uh, back in the day, I used to watch Evander Holyfield eat some, like, vicious shit. Mm-hmm. Some guys just are built different. Built like, they, different. They just eat stuff. I've seen Evander Holyfield take a Mike Tyson uppercut. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, didn't phase him in like, the like, slightest. And I think like in the second fight, he took an uppercut and the hook. Yeah, I like. But most, just, so most people don't can't even take the uppercut. This dude took the uppercut and the hook, and he or, just like nothing. It's like brick wall. <laughs> like the only time I ever saw Evander Holyfield get knocked out was the Riddick Bow fight, and that was because he was trying. He had Riddick Bow, and he was like. Mm-hmm. Riddick Bow was flailing, and Evander like stepped into a punch. That's yeah. the only time I ever saw that man get knocked out, and that that would knock out anybody. Yeah. So fucking, but yeah. Again, some of these dudes are just built different. I don't know what Shakur is built like in terms of punching power, but or his intestinal fortitude yeah. because it hasn't been tested yet. No, not at all. So, yeah. like I said, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm very inter- interested to see if they'll see if it plays out. But I want to see how Ryan Garcia looks, like you know, what I'm saying in his next fight, which would be December second. And like you know, I know we make fun of him. I like I, I know I know we make fun of him. Be like in a tank fight, he didn't really look bad in that no, fight. He it, didn't. It just he was outclassed. <laughs> yeah, just the punching power. Just because again, he looked like a more technically sound fighter yeah. than Tank. It just and, there's a and, lot of people that get in the ring when Tank looked better than he does, but Tank just is fucking relentless, and he's strong. I said, like, said he was outclassed, and he was outsmarted, and the mere fact he had the drop down and weight, mm-hmm. which if you was going to get Tank, he was the A-side you were going to have to, yeah. if you wanted to get that, and I, tell, I remember I was watching that fight, I like, you know, I know people make fun of Tank, they, they say he wasn't like they, well, if you hear him speak, you would think he's not intelligent he, like, he fought an intelligent fight that fight he yeah. fought a very intelligent fight, like you know the way he was spacing himself and like the way he like the distance, the way he was distancing himself from Ryan Garcia, because like they like he was, it looked like he was doing like a lot of feints. And I was telling my friend Thomas like he's not doing that. He just re- he's really he was uh he was sizing Ryan Garcia up to see where the uh the distance was, like you know what I'm saying because uh, like he was a shorter fighter and he was just measuring the distance between them two. Like he fought a smart fight. I like, but uh, I need to see how he looks. But I, I don't, I don't know if he's ready for. I don't, I don't, I don't really think he's ready for for Shakur Stevenson. I like, you know what I'm saying? I still want to see Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney. Yep. But Devin Haney out here doing doing fuck boy shit too. So yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying Devin Haney don't. I said, but at least I like at least De- I like you know at least Devin Haney well like you know wanted to fight Ryan Garcia. Like it's it's Shakur Stevenson. He's kind of running away from. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, sorry. Uh, last question comes from Zach from Chicago. So what's up, guys? He said, what team in the NBA has surprised or impressed you so far in this young season? I've honestly been really impressed with the Timberwolves, man. Honestly, like they've looked really good. Ants carrying them right now. Uh, you know, obviously, like McDaniel's a fucking solid guy. Um, Cat's doing just enough cat stuff that, like, because again, like, Cat's skilled. Like, he can yeah. score, um, but he's soft. Um, Go Bear. I watched Gobert fucking block a three pointer at the end of a game to like close out a win for them. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't fuck with Rudy Gobert like that. I've never fucked with Rudy Gobert like that. But um, I've been, I have, sl- I have slandered that man forever. But uh, and I will continue to slander him because he should average twenty and ten. But he's, he's a dipshit and he doesn't. Um, so, but like I said, the, the Timberwolves are very, very much in that category for me. Like they're. They look a lot fucking better than I expected them to. And 
a lot of it's on the shoulder of Anthony Edwards. Like, he, you can tell he's, like, really stepped into, like, I am the guy on this team. Yeah. And the team has reflected that. Like, they're, like, 8-2 and two or 8-3 and three yeah. so far. Um, that's been a very pleasant mm-hmm. surprise for me. I love Anthony Edwards. I would like to see the Timberwolves be relevant because they've been bad a lot of my life. That would yeah. be nice. It's always nice to have fresh blood or, like, teams mm-hmm. figure it out. Um so hopefully that remains the case. I don't I don't know who your team would be. The Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, I mean Maxi, they they do look a lot better. Um, I said Tobias Harris is playing better. I like everybody is playing. Everybody's playing better now that James Harden's not there, which and they 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 definitely improved their depth mm-hmm. after trading Harden. Like that was a big thing. Like they traded him to the Clippers. They got a lot of depth pieces for him, which was good for them. So, you know, Tyrese Maxey is really stepping in, like, looking like an all-star. Mm-hmm. And, like, as far as, like, yeah, they're getting the scoring from everybody. Like, Kelly Oubre has been is averaging 15, which was a really good underrated pickup. I've always liked Kelly Oubre. Yeah, he's been he's been a solid pro his entire career. Like, he's not a world beater, but he's solid. He's always been solid. I like, you know, Melton's been doing, I like, you know, been doing solid. Like, they're just getting it everywhere, and I, I like the way this team does. Isn't Nick Nurse, like, the coach of the squad? Yeah, I think Nick Nurse took over yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that explains a lot yeah that that explains a lot so like yeah i I like i like it's not that i didn't feel like you know say they would drop off i felt like they were going to drop off a little bit because you know as much as i don't dislike james harden that's still james harden but they're still in the thick of things they're still probably one of the teams that they look they look better without him quite frankly they look a ton better without him because of tyrese maxey like the emergence of it it gave him the space and the touches because that that's the thing that people don't understand about basketball it's like dude like all these motherfuckers are talented. The problem is like the touches aren't there. The touches aren't there. That's why you saw Mikael Bridges and fucking Cam. What the fuck is Cam Johnson? Cam Johnson. That's why you see the two of them doing a lot better in Brooklyn mm-hmm. because the touches are there for them versus like having to give all the touches to Kevin and then, like and then, like and them being like you know saying the focal point of an offense. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you actually get to see what dudes are capable of. I like it's, it's like it's the it's the inverse effect of uh, it's the inverse uh, like you know effect as of oh Jordan Poole, yeah. which you know what I'm saying he's yeah, he's stinking it up. He's stinking. Yeah, he chief. Gotta tell you, dude. How like dude? How you gonna? How you gonna <laughs> Jordan Poole? I like you know. Like don't ever change. I like. I actually, I, I actually, I do want you to change. I like you know for the betterment, but for my entertainment, I don't want you to change at all, mm-hmm. at all. But yeah, I like the, the I like it would be the uh, it would be that, and probably possibly the Dallas Mavericks. I like you know saying I like the Dallas Mavericks. I like the way they. Yeah, they 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 they're, they're, they're another better. team, man. Like, yeah, Luke. You can tell Luca and Kyrie have benefited from an off season together yeah. for sure. Like that's uh, like, that's been fun to and watch. Tim Hardaway Jr. is like you know is is coming on. I like you know not to say he's a world beater, but he's becoming a solid number three option for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nice. You so. know, so I like you know this. Uh, so so it, it was those two for me. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying because I know somebody got like had, had like a question like a while a while back. But we didn't get the chance to record. But I was like, yeah, I wanted to give Dallas Mavericks some love. So yeah, yes, but it's, it's two of those teams for me. So yeah. With that being said, I said that's the end of our show. Uh, AEW is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Survivor Series is this Saturday. Yes. Um, obviously, Thanksgiving's Thursday. Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your times with your families, obviously, or your and friends or whoever you celebrate Thanksgiving with. I like, enjoy football, whether you're a Lions fan or a Cowboy fan. Yep. You know um, what I'm saying? Let's see. Is there anything else going on I can think of? Not particularly. I mean, obviously, hoops going on. Hockey's going on. Um, you know, the NFL is going on. The college football is about to wrap up. You have your rivalry games, and then you have kind of your – you're going to see your bowl game matriculation and then, like, your fucking playoff picture really yeah. kind of solidifies. So that'll be good. Yeah, so that'll be good. And like I said, you guys be safe out there traveling on that road. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy – like, enjoy the food. If you're Like, if you're out there – like, if you got people that's putting it down in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even the people that that got dry turkeys and dry hams, we want y'all to have. Yep. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all still should eat. Y'all should still eat. I like, you know what I'm saying. And if your shit pitiful, like, don't please don't post your page on up. Uh, don't post your pay, uh, plate on social media. Ryan told y'all about that a few, uh, like a few, a uh, few weeks ago. He said he don't post his because this shit be looking immaculate, and mm-hmm. that's for him. So, like, yeah. With that being said. You guys be great. You guys be safe. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Later, guys.